What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday, also known as Gentle Joel. Welcome to the show. Amazing. Bienvenido. We here. It's Monday. You know you love Monday. And we're here with a crazy message. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. So, do me a favor, before we get started, hit that like button, smack it, lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and a message out. Do it now. Amazing stuff. You can call in. It is a talk show at 888-775-3773. You can call in and we can talk about the topics at hand. We can talk about past shows. Whatever you want to talk about, call in. And we can get into it. So you can do that. For whatever reason, if you cannot call in, you can uh, send your question or comment. Or if you just want to support the show by going to buymeacoffee.com slash TV. The link is in the description. And there you can send your question or comment. And I will read them out live, out loud on live air. Or... For convenience sake, you can go straight to the chat box and hit the Super Chat button there and um, do it there as well. So you do have those options. And I am on audio podcast as well. So you can you can uh, podcast my last shows, my previous episodes um, on the audio platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcast and all those stuff like that. Right, you can do that if you prefer audio only, and audio seems to be more convenient for like people who are driving or on the road. Um, so that is available. All my episodes from episode one up to episode 61 is on Apple Podcast and all those other podcast platforms. So you can do that. Amazing stuff. Let's get straight to the show. So if some of you guys watched the Jesse Lee Peterson show, which came on at from 6 to 9 a.m. this morning, Jesse had me in on the third hour talk about, um, like, the inbreeding of, of uh, <laughs> if you guys see by the title, the inbreeding of a, a French bulldog, okay? And um, there was just a... I came in and talked about how, like, the, the actual breeding of a French bulldog didn't come from a natural process. Like, you know, two dogs going at it. You know how, like, how all, all things and all people reproduce? You know the act. And you know how it goes. Well, when it comes to French bulldogs, that wasn't the process, right? It was just a little bit different. So it reminded me of something, like, in relation to human beings. So I'm not just going to be on here talking about French bulldogs just for the sake of talking about French bulldogs. There's a reason why I'm like tying it together. So if you watching the show, bear with me and then we'll get to some calls and some super chats as well if they come in and um, yeah, we'll go, we'll go from there. But so, um, French Bulldog. I have a photo of a French Bulldog, just so you guys can get in the mood. Let me play a photo. 
So as you see here, there's a, there's a photo of a French Bulldog. So a French Bulldog right there is obviously those, those dogs that are very popular dog, very expensive, very, very, very expensive, and very popular. We, uh, on the show this morning, we played uh, a, a video of a dog that got stolen, and the dog had like a coat, kind of similar to the one you're seeing on the, on the screen here, but he also had two different eyes, right? Very expensive dog, like up in the thousands, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, I heard, I'm hearing, right? Because they're a very rare type of animal, and they're just very attractive looking. Look, you know, they look all cute. They look cute, right? And, yeah, they're just like a, a special type of animal. But the reason why I wanted to get into is because of how they came about. So I'm just going to break down. You can go back to me. I'm just going to break down, like, for those that don't, that didn't watch the Jesse Lee Peterson show, um, I'm going to break down the really quick, briefly, how the French Bulldog was, how the breeding process went and how, how it ties into the message today. So um, the English Bulldog is the original uh, dog, right? Back then, it was used for, like, like uh, baiting actual bulls. So there was, like, actual bulls. And th this was used back then as entertainment for people, right? They loved seeing the bull act crazy and wild. And they had a, they had a dog that's job was, which was the, um, the uh, English bulldog's job, was to bait the bull, to get the bull to do all these type of things. And um, after a while, they stopped doing that because um, I guess it was causing some injuries to the to the animals, something like that, right? I'm not too, too familiar with why they stopped it. But um, the English Bulldog was, like, strong in stature, long legs, like, tough, tough-looking dog, right? And that's what we – that's what English Bulldogs were known as then, and they were used for that reason. Um, but then there was also – after a while, after they stopped using those dogs for that reason, um, the people then wanted to still have that dog around, but they wanted it, they wanted to keep the features of the dog, right? They wanted to have the features, but they didn't want it to be so aggressive. So um, what they did is they, they had this French bulldog, I mean this uh, English bulldog, and then they had this pug, Right. And you guys all know what a pug looks like. I don't know if you're ready to pull up the picture of a pug. You guys all know what a pug is. Um, pug. <laughs> great. Great photo. <laughs> a pug is like they said that pugs come from like Asia. Right. That's what they say online. And pugs are just like small little lap dogs. They're known for just being your companion. Literally, that's what they're known for. They're not aggressive. They don't watch out your house. They're just known for being cute and cuddly. And they're just supposed to be your companion. That's literally what they uh, their, their purpose is. So you can cut back to me. So um, what they did is I think there was like this French lady, French woman, who had a lot of money. And she said, I want a, um, a English bulldog's looks, and I want this pug's looks to be together. I want to design a dog. Basically what she said was, I want to design a dog. 
And because she had all this money, they're like, of course. We're going to make it happen. So what they did is that um, they made it, not even made it, they breeded the English Bulldog and the French Bulldog, um, or the English Bulldog and the Pug together. Now, the English Bulldog is big and the Pug is small. So it's kind of hard to mate, right, unless there were small ones, small English Bulldogs back then. I don't know if there were, but it's kind of hard to meet, mate the two. So what they possibly had to do was a, a process called, what was it again, Hassan? Artificial insemination. Artificial insemination. And if I'm incorrect anywhere or you disagree, just hop in, Hassan. <laughs> but I looked these things up, and it makes sense to me, and I'm going I'm to bring it all together. But... Um, yeah, artificial insemination. So they take the sperm out the dog and put it in the other dog so they can actually make it work because the natural mating process just can't happen, right? So then they created the French bulldog from this, the two, right? And now we have the French bulldog. But because of the um, unnatural process, um, and this is where, like, Fat, a little bit of facts and my opinions come in, okay? But there's a little bit of facts here, okay? But my opinion, I'm going to give my opinion about it, is that when that happened, um, a lot of French bulldogs have a lot of problems, right? They, they have a lot of uh, different defects um, that they deal with. And um, I'm told and, I, and I've read that they don't live as long. I could be wrong about that, though. But they do have a lot of deep, they have a lot of issues. And it makes sense to me because of the process they were created, right? For one, an English bulldog and its duties and a, um, a pug and its duties are two totally different things. These things don't intertwine, but they were intertwined for the sake of um, look, design. So because of that, I believe the pug have these problems, these French bulldogs have these problems because um, they were made unnaturally. Not for the purpose of a natural, um, what do you call it? Um, not because they go together, right? Like, like you would with like a English bulldog and a pit bull, right? Not because they're similar in nature, but just because this lady wanted this look. So I think because of that is what caused the problems for the, for the French Bulldog. But here's the thing. It's almost like... <laughs> it's, al it's almost like the, like the lady or the people who went about this process didn't actually care for the, the animal, the dog. Because although the dog doesn't know anything different, he doesn't know what the life of another dog has or the less issues that another dog has, they don't know that kind of stuff, right? But it's almost animal abuse to have done it in that way just for design and have this, this, this animal suffer for it. Now, they may not be suffering like, whining and crying and like in pain like that but they do they are subject to a lot of disease and problems 
for one, a French bulldog can't have give birth to a baby because the hips are like, I don't know, something going on with the hips that they have to actually like surgically remove the baby out if they actually were to uh, the 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 women dogs get pregnant. Female dogs. <laughs> women dogs. <laughs> the female dogs. Right? So there's all kinds of different things. But it's animal abuse at the same time. Because they have to deal with that kind of stuff. So the reason why I say that and the reason why I bring that up is because this is exactly what happens when human beings, specifically men, but women as well, chase each other. And what I mean by that is looking for a relationship, chasing a relationship, chasing um, sex, chasing these things. That's the exact thing that happens to your children. Because when you chase a woman or chase a man out of being desperate, right, and you do these things, you end up getting in the wrong situation. And not only is it the wrong situation, it ends up becoming toxic, right? And through that, when you have children, the children have to pick up that from you, from the parents, right? They pick that up from their parents. So now they got into the wrong situation, they got married, and the marriage is all jacked up. Then they have children, and their children are all jacked up. That's child abuse. And I know that sounds controversial to some people, right? But it's the truth. And that's exactly what we do. We do it in the same way. The same way they have these French bulldogs that are made unnaturally is the same way that we go about relationships unnaturally. And we end up having kids that grow up jacked up. And some of us are a product of it. Unnatural process. That's why in all things, as hard as it may be, in all things, we're supposed to just wait and be patient. And all things will be added to us in the right time and the right people. And you won't have to worry about raising jacked up children and all this uh, divorce and uh, step parents, half brothers and sisters. You won't have to worry about all that stuff. Because you, you let life take its course and the right moment, right time happen. And the same way these French Bulldogs got issues because they were unnaturally uh, breed, bred is the same way humans have issues because they're unnaturally brought together. Same myth. And we spent our whole lives trying to overcome this, trying to find peace. Same mess. Same exact thing. Listen, we got to be, we got to be patient in all things. And we got to be honest with ourselves. So, too, and this is the thing. I know I'm talking a lot. Hold on. Let me read these. Have you read it up? 
Marie. Who's Marie Antoinette? That's on. I think she was like the Queen of England or something, and uh, oh, she she was like known to uh, have pugs and be involved in in some of this that you're speaking of the, the breeding process. Yeah. Oh, okay. She had a lot of money, and she yeah. was a, she was a French lady. <laughs> Maybe I don't know exactly who it was, but you could throw. Uh, and this is Hassan's. This is Hassan's dog here. I, I, we're talking all. The, I'm talking all this mess about bulldogs, and Hassan is right here. <laughs> but it is a cute dog. See, this is why they're so expensive because it's a very attractive dog. And I met Sandy the other day, and said it was cute. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm like slightly like kind of allergic to dogs but I even was petting Sandy <laughs> cuz look look at his little R the stubby he kind of looked like buff Sandy kind of looked like strong and then he got like that aggressive look in the eye like he's kind of like mugging you so he looked like an alpha dog he Sandy looked alpha you know what I mean so, and like, <laughs> that's a song with Sandy right there. See, I take it all back with this, uh, a Sandy looking alpha. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank you for showing it. <laughs> that's hilarious. But <laughs> we just got to be in all things. All things be patient. And we just got to start being honest. We got to start being honest and straight up and um, stop being so desperate. Desperate for somebody to, for you to be with somebody. And I understand it. Trust me. I have those feelings that pop up and you want to just have somebody there and then, or you meet somebody and you're trying to want to rush the process because you want it just to be what you want it to be. I I, I understand it. But we got to learn to to step back from those feelings. And doesn't mean we're not going to feel them, but be aware of them and not go with them. Because they end up having you doing crazy things. Crazy stuff. Thinking crazy things. Planning crazy things. And next thing you know, uh, your son or daughter hates you. Right? And they're depressed and anxious and all these things. And they blame you for it. And then they got to forgive you for it. Like it's more important than, than we're putting on the emphasis we're putting on it. But we shouldn't make nothing a big deal. Right? And, but we do need to be honest. We got to be honest about it. Especially men, because men have this stigma of like, I ain't, I'm not that. I ain't in my feelings. I ain't, yeah, you are. You just don't want to be. You just don't want to be. But we got to be honest because when we're honest, we can be free of it. We can overcome. So. That's what I'm saying. Let me get to uh, some super chats real quick. And then maybe to some calls. 
And then we'll go from there. Uh, let me go to here real quick. Hold up. Hold up. Let's go to Matthew says, what is the word for a wet female dog again? You got to ask Jesse for that one. <laughs> Jesse will tell you that one in a hot second. <laughs> but thank you, Matthew. I appreciate it. Uh, and Heat says, French bulldogs were bred for English royalty. They lived in English palaces and and are favored pets by British royalty. Today, they are most beloved breed, according to AKC, American Kennel Club. Today, they are the most beloved breed, according to AKC. Yeah, for French royalty. Because, um, and I was reading on it as well, is that the the women back then, or people in general, love to have literally the dog on the lap. And obviously, when you see movies of, like, uh, kings and queens and the way they dress and this, like, class they have, right? There was, like, an aesthetic to having the the pug or the French bulldog on your lap just sitting there. Like, it's a, it's a cool thing, even to this day, right? That's why they're so expensive. There's just a style about them. And um, that's why the people back then, royalty, the, the French royalty, would, would de- literally design this animal so that way it can look better on the lap. But the only purpose it was made was just to look pretty on the lap. They can't protect. They can't do all these things. So, um, yeah, and unfortunately, be- because of that, they have all these, these issues. They can't even live normally. And Neat goes on to say, Frenchies were bred for royalty. You need one too, Joel. Just say the word, and me and Son will hook, will, will uh, cook one up for you. <laughs> we'll cook one up for you in the lab too. Punchy and Joel Jr. coming right up. I'm dying. No. I'm not the best dog owner anyway. I wouldn't be, it would be animal abuse to give me a dog. <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't have that like, um, thing that like thing for them. And, and, and it's, I'm not saying that's bad to have animals and pets. Like, I don't want to even get that twisted either. I don't think that it's bad to have a pet. You know what I mean? Like I just never really had them because I don't have like the, um, desire for them so they get neglected when they're around me to be honest but I'm not saying that it's bad to have an animal I do think that that it's not good to overdo it with an animal though because you end up weakening the animal but um, I don't think it's necessarily wrong to have a pet but pets should be pets you know what I mean like they shouldn't be Substitute children. In strollers and in backpacks and on the the chest thing and then in shoes and clothes and 
beanies and all that stuff. Like it's that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, but it's just ridiculous, and it's only for the satisfaction of the owner. So like we just gotta like. Just not take the joke too far. I'm not saying don't have animals. Just not take the joke too far. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Joel made his little dog have a wait-and-see attitude on going for walks. Yeah, if you guys would have known the stories of the dogs that we had in our household growing up, you guys would throw me in jail. Because we always had dogs growing up, right? But we just, they lived outside, and, like, um, we we just fed them. <laughs> we just fed them, and, like, I would try to play with them, but I didn't train them, so they were just wild, so I didn't like playing with them. Because I'm like, you too wild. But we just fed them. That's all we did. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not like a dog, like, um... That type of, but I'm not against dogs. <laughs> I'm not dogophobic. <laughs> um, but I am allergic though to dogs and cats. So it just doesn't even make sense, even if I wanted to. Uh okay, let me get to uh some calls here. Joel made his little dog have a way. Oh, I said that. Joel have voodoo in French. C. Sal says, standard size poodle is my dream dog. Hubby said I can get one soon. <laughs> That's fine, C. Sal, but don't put uh, clothes on them. You know what I mean? And don't put them in a stroller with, with, with the baby next to the stroller. And don't give them, like, doggy massages. I'll be seeing that, too. Like, even if it's, like, a poodle, the poodle should still kind of be a little rough. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be all, like, silly looking and acting and all that licking all the time. Like, that's just, like, I don't know. It should be still, like, have a little sense. Let me go to... uh Gray, out of California. Gray, welcome to the show. You're on air, man. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Good. All is well, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Right uh, so I got, I have a quick question for Hassan, and I need some relationship advice from you. Is that all right? Right on, right on. <laughs> all right, so Hassan, were you jumping in the hood of a car to save your dog? <laughs> One million percent. <laughs> 100%? 1 million percent. Oh, uh, man. What, what, what goes through your mind if something like that were to happen? Like, why would you do that? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm slightly kidding. I'm not sure. I'd have to have a wait and see and see what happens. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, for that lady, not to shoot her any bail, but that specific dog with the two different eye colors and the blue merle you're looking at yeah. almost 30 30 grand i see it so technically she look at it like she's jumping after 30 grand 
<laughs> still not justifiable, but yeah, maybe you could, you know. Well, no, the lady she said that um, that oh, was like her baby or something. She, yeah, she, was, she, she had, had a, it like that was her child. Yeah, she had a false. She had a weird connection to it. I don't know if that's yeah. the same connection Hassan has, but, but he. <laughs> I mean, he he says he does. Is that the same? I do. It, it is a. It, it's bad, you know. Honestly, attachments. Though. Attachments in general are bad, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah. yeah, I got it. I got it bad. We're right on, Greg. Uh, all right. Um, so, just a quick relationship advice. So, this um, it's like two weeks ago. This girl that I I talked to on and off. I've never met her, but I know I used to go to school together. Apparently, and she asked me to go to a wedding with her. Like, and that this would technically be our first date. I kind of felt like that was a little too much for a first date. I don't know. What do you think? Say so. I, I'm sorry. I was I was distracted by the chat here. Say you guys went where? I'm sorry. Okay, so uh, this is a girl that I talked to on and off on Instagram. Uh, we oh. never really hung out before. We did okay. go to school together, but okay. Uh, anyway, she eventually asked me, you know, oh, do you want to come with me to this wedding? You'll be my. You want to be my date for this wedding? And uh, I said, yeah. Yeah. But I'm starting to think. Um, is that too much for like a first date? Man, that that what you just said, how you started to think was your intuition, the yeah, the common sense with with inside of you told you, mm-hmm. questioned it. And and yeah. we have to learn to follow that and trust in that because that's the right decision right there. You're questioning it because it seems kind of off. In my opinion, right? You you know you know this girl and you you known her before, but in my opinion, it seems weird to want to uh go on it's almost like a first date to a wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that's kind of that's a little bit a lot of it actually kind of too too many steps ahead in my opinion. So, yeah. if you have that gut feeling, I would just trust in that and um and pump the brakes because um yeah yeah that's just it's gonna be it's gonna be weird a weird start bro tell me why i i lied and canceled on her like because i felt that way i was like this is this is not good but i can't tell her that you know like that's kind of beta but i couldn't tell her like oh i don't want to do that it's too quick but i i I did cancel on her like yesterday i told her you know something came up i can't make it this Saturday. oh i see (laughs) well um I mean, yeah, if you, it's best to be, if you could have just let her know, like, I don't think that that's the necessary, the right step for us to take, but it's still better that you didn't um, end up going to into that situation because it would have been a bad situation. But if you guys do hang out, I would just do, like, something simple to see if you even like her. She may not even look the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you end up stuck <laughs> at a wedding. And, oh, man, and terrible. she catches the bouquet. And then oh, now you next up. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely think, like, this is probably just me, but I'm definitely thinking, like, she's thinking ahead of everything. She's thinking, like, if I, if I could bring this guy to a wedding, I could do this, I could do that, you know? like Yeah, and they and will. Oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no, that's it. But they will, they will think like that, right? And because yeah. it's, it's thinking, she's thinking with her feelings, right? And she may like be generally interested in you, but she's thinking with her feelings, and those feelings will have you planning and looking ahead. That's why it's our job as well to be like, hey, um, it's a little bit too fast. 
And I don't want to do, you know, I don't think it's a smart idea for us to be going to a wedding already. I want to, like, get to know you a little bit and maybe do some coffee mm-hmm. and we'll see how it goes type thing. So that way you can, like, yeah. snap her back into, uh, both of you guys, really, back into reality. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know no, I mean? bro, I was already, like, looking at a blazer. I was trying to get it all together. I don't even dress like that, like, but <laughs> I yeah. was trying to put it together. Yeah. And what do you think that was, though? What do you think that was in you that um, was willing to go? Well, I mean, you know, she's very attractive. She's cute. She's, she's you yeah. know, she seems fun from what I see online. Yeah. And I was like, you know, well, you know, she's she's a she's a you know she she's a good. Uh, I don't want to say it like this, but yeah. she's a grab. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll go for it. You know, like okay, I, I can't miss this opportunity. That's the way I was looking at uh, it. I was like, oh, if I let go of this opportunity, I might never get this again. So uh, I was like, yeah, like without thinking, you know. I totally. And what do you think? Do you think that that was a genuine thought? So where do you think that came from? Okay, so so when she said that, I was just like, oh man, that's cool because we we talk on and off, but we never really told each other like hey let's hang out we just kind of kept it very uh platonic so when she yeah. said that i was just like i was excited you know initially i was like oh that's yeah. cool yeah yeah let's, let's do that let's do that but yeah. as i thought about it and i was just like wait this isn't this doesn't feel right yeah like, i'm over here looking for blazers i'm like what am i doing like <laughs> this is too much <laughs> yeah the, the reality snapped back in but what happened man and what it sounds like and i totally understand it too is that the feelings yeah. just took over more mm-hmm. than like the logic for a second? So more than like your your natural intuition saying this is too much, the feelings were kind of taking over. And like you said, you liked her. It seemed like a grab. You might miss that on opportunity. All those were like lies that like the mind will start to make up to like um, excite you and get your feelings going, so you end up making the decision. And that's what it sounds like it happened. You just got a little bit too excited, got into the feelings of it, and there's no way you can miss an opportunity. So you don't even want to allow that thought to happen because there's yeah. no way you can miss an opportunity. If it's for you, it's going to be there and it's going to stay type of thing if it's meant to mm-hmm. be. So, um, yeah, it just sounds like the feelings got caught up. So, But it sounds like yeah, you also yeah. realized and took a step back. So that's what's important. Yeah. Hey, I like how you said that. Um, you'll never miss an opportunity if it, it is for you. But we need to remember that because we get, you know, just desperate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And and it'll end up, man, and it'll end up putting you in a in a, a bad situation if you don't check it and watch it. But it sounds like you are. But that's what I'm saying with the message, too, is that we got to always put those emotions in check. And obviously, we need to learn it. Truthfully, we really need to learn how to overcome them completely, meaning like recognize that those feelings and stuff aren't our feelings. They we're identifying with them coming from the ego, right? Mm-hmm. And once yeah. we grow in that, obviously we'll learn to like really let them go, but in the meantime, we just need to be aware of what's going on and um you know, not getting caught up in them. Yeah, I got you, bro. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, man. Call me again. Good right, luck, sure, though. Let me know. If, fill us in. We're, we're involved now. You got to yeah, fill us yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to let you know what happens. I'm going to see what's, what's going on over there. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right, man. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Um, 
stupid. Bro wanna buy a cow and show it to the cabbage. I think keeping a pair of feet. Coat says collar was just gonna be arm candy. Possibly. What is a genuine thought? What is a genuine thought? I guess that wasn't a point I was trying to make about asking um, Gray if, if that thought was genuine. But I meant like the idea of him um, just trying to point out that um, the feelings, the feelings made him believe that that was a real thing, that those thoughts were genuine. And it came from a real place. And I understand. I understand it. But that's what's so tricky about these feelings. Is that they'll get you planning and thinking about the future and trying to control. And and you'll end up in a bad situation. So that's why you got to keep looking within. You got to keep looking within. Let me check. Buy me a coffee. See ya. Uh, sent a few donuts. No message. Thank you, Sion. I appreciate it. Much love. And Sion's been a supporter of the Bond Network, really, for a very long time. So we appreciate you, Sion. We appreciate the constant support. And, uh, the love that you always show. So thank you, Sion. A lot of people have been here for a long time. Shout out to all the all the people that have been here for a, for a while. Supporting the network. And CSAL said that she's not going to she's not going to put clothes and stuff on the on the dog. That's what they all say, C-Sal. Uh, That's what they all say at first. I'm never going to um, act like this around, around my new girl. And then them feelings take over. Oh, that is so, she's so cute. The dog's so cute. Oh, my God. Hey, oh, it's raining outside. It's so cold. The dog is so cold. Look at the dog shivering. I could just get a blanket. And the dog ended up dressed up head to toe. Got uh, hand warmers in the mittens. <laughs> I'll tell you, I see some crazy stuff in L.A. With the dogs. So just have like some sense with it. Um... Kale Samogi says, dude dropped the ball, referring to Gray and him saying that he was going to go to the wedding with the girl. 
No, I think that he caught it, though. He got it back because he realized that um, that he shouldn't have made that decision. And that's such a great point that he said. He said, something in me said, ah, is this too much? We got to learn to trust that because it's that small, like, voice telling you, right? And not like voice, like audible, but just a knowing within you that just kind of, but it's so faint. So we almost doubt it. Well, actually, we doubt it. And we don't go with it because it's so faint, right? And the feelings and the, the voice, voice, actual voices in the head are so loud. So we go with those. But he knew, and we all know, we all have that same in, in, intuitive nature within, which is the spirit, the spirit of God within, right? We all know, but we don't work, we don't um, build that that muscle, right? Meaning like we don't go with it, listen to it. And the more you do, the more you start to hear it louder and louder and louder. And then you just know that you know that you know that you know. And no greater feeling than standing on it. Than standing on it. Not guessing, not hoping, but solid ground. So we got to start going from that. And you won't have to ask for advice all the time. No wrong with asking for advice. It's still good to fellowship and stuff. But you won't have to like, I don't know, identify with people who are giving you advice and hoping that they're right and you're just know it intellectually and you ride on the wings. You don't got to do all that when you know that you know that you know that you know. So start trusting your gut because that is, um, that's God. (sighs) Let me go do William out of California. William, welcome to the show. You're on the air. William! Big Will! Willie! William's not there. I try. Oh, not, not, not you. <laughs> I was called the caller was on the line. Yeah, Bill that I was talking to him, and so he came into the studio. What's going on? <laughs> I'm glad he's listening. But no, I was talking to William Caller. Um, Chris said, William about to blow out the speakers on my... Uh, Laptop, because I was screaming for William. That's funny. I wonder if I could pull up a picture. Hassan, if you can, can you pull up a picture of, like, the French people back then? 
like the French royalty and how they used to dress. And maybe, I mean, if there's a picture of them with the with a French bulldog, that's great. But I just want to show people what that what that used to look like. Let me check. Refresh. Oh, shoot. Was I supposed to do it? Reactivity. Nice. 888-775-3773. There are some lines open. You can call in. 888-775-3773. We have a few minutes here. Um, I'll say about five to seven minutes. So if you'd like to call in, you can Amazing Asia says, very interesting topic. Don't they have designer babies now too where you can pick the best genes from you and your spouse to make a super baby? I think I heard this some. Yo, that is a perfect example. Thank you for reminding me of that, Amazing Asia. They absolutely do. In virtual something that is so true. And they try to get the genes from choose the good man and choose, and they use his sperm and they use the woman's ovaries just to like to make this like person and even realize or not realizing. Oh, perfect. Right here we're showing a a French lady back then. See, like that was a vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's just something attractive about it, especially when it's like, you know, the lady, she's dressed up nice. She got a French bulldog and the bulldog is just like cute. It just adds to the lady's look. You know what I mean? It definitely adds to the look. But in a cute way. I don't know, Hazan. Everybody, I hope you know everybody looking at you like you're cute. <laughs> <laughs> the pug is cute. So the ladies used it back then. Oh, Lordy. This one going crazy. Who did this? <laughs> oh, shoot. Let me get back to the calls really quick. But um, thanks, Asan. I appreciate it. What a mess. Um. But yeah, the doc they they do that in a literally they get those two to make babies to have these genes, but they don't realize that they're they don't truly realize that um they're creating a a, a human being that's gonna uh, be miserable. Because they don't have parents. Anyway, that's a whole nother can of worms that I don't feel like getting into. But Amaze Asia, well, now I don't feel like I, I'm running out of time here. But thank you, Amaze Asia. That's actually a great, um, I wish I would have read that a little bit earlier so I could have spent more time on that. Because um, human beings are out of control right now. All right, let me go to Space uh, Cadet really quick. Uh, I'm running out of time here, so let's make it fast and brief if you can, Space Cadet. You're on the show. Hey. Hi, How's it I, going? I wanted to say you're you're so young. How do you feel comfortable giving people dating advice? Oh, good question. Um, because these are things that um, I see to be true, 
and also things that I that I've been through. But what really what really gives the perspective is that I'm looking through it. I'm understanding these things. I'm being revealed these things through a spiritual lens. And um, God is revealing it, the spirit within, because I'm looking within um, to make sense of it. And when you look within to make sense of it from the spirit, the spirit gave, gives you the foundation of all things, right? And all things are the same once you really understand how they work. And those basic fundamentals are, um, are what makes sense to relationships and so on and so forth. So I, I go based off of what I've been through, but I connect it with what I've learned and know through the, the Holy Spirit. But sometimes I could be wrong. Sometimes I can get details wrong. I'm not saying I'm right every time. Yeah, I wouldn't say that either, but I like your answer. Right on, Space Cadet. I appreciate it. Is your, is your first time caller? I don't, I don't remember speaking with you The Joe L show? Yes, of course. Right on. I'm not really a fan. Oh. I think your dancing for Jesus is a little beyond me. <laughs> oh. Hey, what way? Like it. <laughs> you don't like dance? I don't know. You grab your crotch. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I gotta work on that. <laughs> you know, whatever. You're it's right. Okay, thank you. I, I actually liked your answer. I'm gonna smoke on that. Right on. I appreciate Later. it, Space Cadet. Thanks for calling. Call me again. Okay. Thanks to you too, Joel. All right. Bye. That's true. I do be, but it looked cool. But you know, it might be mildly inappropriate so I'm aware of it Steve uh, out of New Jersey Yo, Steve really quick how's it going all right, this is, uh, real real quick I want to see yeah. if you agree with this or not yes sir I'm listening to that last guy what he was talking about he thought he dropped the ball um, with that girl yeah do you think that as you've become aware do you, have you noticed that it's not about God making you to recognize the opportunities of like, this is a girl to go after, but more so God is strengthening you to understand your notion of what an opportunity is, is completely wrong. And you shouldn't even be focusing your attention on that in the first place. I don't quite understand what you mean. So, so, like the, so this guy thinking that he dropped the ball, like what yeah. made him think that was even an opportunity to even pursue in the first place? You know, and I think people get too caught up in thinking, oh, this was from, you know, this is something I should have pursued, like the one that got away, um, you know, like I should yeah. have done this. I should have stepped up more and said something but oh. realistically, like, you know, you kind of recognize in the first yeah. place, like, yeah, I shouldn't, have, I didn't need to learn from it, obviously, but like, did I yeah. need to even go in that direction in the first place? So do you mean in the sense of like going that direction as in maybe I wasn't even supposed to like mingle with this person or, or not go in the direction as in because um, you realize that it wasn't uh, supposed to be long-term? Like, what do you mean? Well, you should you shouldn't have even mingled with that person because sometimes that, like, that mingling, even if it's all innocent and not, if you're not aware, it can lead you down roads that you shouldn't be going down anyway. You know, like, it just kind of puts you further back into your head when you didn't need to even be thinking about why didn't this work or why – why am I not, you know, pursuing this or why isn't working? You know what I mean? So do you think that you, so you're saying that should you pursue those quote unquote opportunities and see where they go or just 
pursue them and then um, not put too much emphasis on them? What are, what are you saying exactly? I th- I think pursue them, but but don't put to your point. Don't put too much emphasis yeah, on them. I agree because because then you like to me. Yeah, I will think something is an opportunity yeah. or a woman is an opportunity to pursue. That's a great point. And then I'm like. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. No, I see what's going yeah, on here. Because, I'll just keep it where it is and just move on. Yeah, because the mind will tell you that this opportunity means like this might be the wife. And now you're like trying to work things in a certain way to make sure that it's the opportunity of a wife or you can get married. Exactly. If that's what you're saying is that you let all things flow and let it happen and just kind of be aware. And it's hard to do, but you just be aware of the, the moment and just enjoy the moment of it and not get too caught up into the future is what you're saying basically in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's allowing like the, the naturalness of the conversation. Cause that tells a lot yeah. more to me than I got to like force a, 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 like, honestly, I'll walk away from a conversation, not like in the middle of it, like, like a crazy yeah. person, but I'll just walk away from it. If I feel the, the need to force it. Oh and it's yeah. Just not yeah. Exactly. I agree. Same here. Same here. I appreciate it, Steve. I, I wish we can get into it more, but call me tomorrow if, if you can, um, and uh, we'll go from there. But thanks. I got to go, callers. Appreciate it, Steve. Thanks again. And all the callers. I got to end. American Anchor Baby is coming in right now, and you don't want to miss it. But thank you guys for tuning in. I'm back again tomorrow, and we'll get into some more stuff. Who knows what it'll be? But until next time, y'all, love y'all. Bye.